You're right. It's white. It's that new Oxidol white. Yes, new Oxidol is white, and it washes clothes whiter than ever before. The cleanest wash you can get from any soap in the world. Oxidol's own Ma Perkins. You're right, it's white. It's that new Oxidol white. Now your clothes wash whiter than ever before because now, today, there's a new Oxidol, new white Oxidol, the whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash, the whitest wash in Oxidol history. Now you'll see your sheets and towels and shirts wash whiter than you ever dreamed they could, a new whiteness that has thousands of women saying, You're right, it's white. It's that new Oxidol white. White is right. Now, with new white Oxidol, you can wash your clothes any day, dry them anywhere, even inside, and get the whitest Oxidol wash you've ever had in your life. Yes, the cleanest wash it's possible to get from any soap in the world. And what's more, as long as you use new white Oxidol, this amazing new whiteness stays in your wash, stays for the life of your clothes. And when you see how sparkling bright new white Oxidol gets your washable colors, you'll know it's truly safe. Just the wash day soap you want for those pretty prints and cotton. The very first time you see the brilliant white wash, the beautifully bright wash it gives you, you'll make new white Oxidol a wash day habit. So get some. Your dealer has it now. Next wash day, be right. Get clothes white with new white Oxidol, the greatest Oxidol Procter & Gamble ever offered. The whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash. And now for Ma Perkins. Well... A number of weeks ago, when he first came to Rushville Center to do his research for the story of America's typical town, Alfred Sinclair, the author, was acclaimed and honored by the people of the community down in Brown County. He and Miss Morrison were quite the center of attention. Today, of course, they're still in the limelight, but it's taken on a much less favorable complexion. Before an overflow crowd down in the council chamber at town hall, a crowd which includes Ma and Shuffle... Evie, and a very anxious Joseph. Mr. Sinclair is testifying at the coroner's inquest into the death of one Bradley Gorman, demented husband of Ann Morrison. Listen. I was working with Miss Morrison in her suite at the hotel. There was a knock at the door. I went to answer it. There was a man there. He forced his way into the room. Miss Morrison exclaimed, and from her exclamation, I assumed this must be her husband. You, uh, you knew about him? That she had a husband? Well, yes, of course. I've been associated with Miss Morrison professionally for a number of years now. She'd told me of him. Go on, Mr. Sinclair. Well, he was obviously demented and in a state of great agitation. He announced that he had come to kill her. To, to kill her? That's right. Mr. Sinclair, now I'd like to hear from you why you chose to tell Constable Tookie originally that you didn't know the man from Adam. He'd been confined to an insane asylum for eight years. His commitment to the institution had been attended with a great deal of unpleasant publicity. Miss Morrison was anxious, therefore, if possible, to avoid a recurrence of that. In other words, you hoped that if you said nothing, pretended not to know the deceased, maybe nobody'd find out. That would be that. That's right, coroner. Mr. Sinclair, you didn't have much faith, did you, in the ability of the constable here and the sheriff? You thought they'd make no attempt to identify the body. 
It's an everyday occurrence here to have a man come flying out of a third-story window. I was under the impression, Mr. Coroner, from the remarks with which you prefaced this inquest, that you were interested only in facts. Contempt for the law is a fact, Mr. Sinclair. Now you've heard the testimony. It took you longer to get down three floors than it did for them to call the constable for him to come running over from his house, a matter of a block and a half, examine the body, ascertain a few facts, and come on into the hotel. Now, don't you think it behooved you to get yourself downstairs as soon as possible to see whether the man was still alive? Or did you know that he wasn't? Obviously, I had no way of knowing that at a distance of three stories. I tried to phone downstairs. Yes, that's right. I know. The clerk was in the basement tending the furnace. I should have come down immediately. I, I know that. But, well, who's to explain how one reacts in moments of stress? You were a war correspondent, weren't you, Mr. Sinclair? I don't see what that's got to do with it. Well, I remember some of your stories from overseas. You were under great stress a couple of times, as I recall, with our troops under attack. Seemed to have kept your wits about you pretty well then. I'd still like to know, Mr. Sinclair, why it took you eight minutes to get downstairs to report that somebody had fallen out of a window. I'll well, tell you why, Mr. Coroner. Anne, please. Just a minute, Miss Morrison. You'll have your turn. No, no, I want to tell you. Now, you repeatedly said this is not a trial. Then what difference does it make in what order we speak? And please, it's all right, Mr. Dear. Sinclair wanted to hurry downstairs immediately. All right, now just wait a minute, Miss Morrison, if you please. We've got to have some semblance of order here. Order, please. All right, you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Yes. Very well. Clerk, will you bring up a chair, please? It's the first time I've ever heard of a double witness stand. All right, now just the facts, Miss Morrison, about the one question, if you please. We'll take the rest of your testimony later. All right. Thank you. Now, you say you can explain why it took so long for Mr. Sinclair to reach the ground floor. Yes. It was my fault entirely. Mr. Sinclair wanted to go downstairs immediately. I was hysterical, though I hadn't seen my husband in eight years. Mr. Sinclair wanted us to make the whole truth known, everything. I insisted I couldn't go through all of that again. The notoriety. Alfred tried to call me, but I wouldn't let him go till he promised he'd say nothing about my husband, who he was. And that's the reason it took him so long to get downstairs. All right, Miss Morrison, thank you. You can go back to your own chair or stay there if you like. Just reserve any further comments till you're called to testify. <clears throat> now, Mr. Sinclair, you've testified how the fatal accident occurred up in Miss Morrison's room. You said it happened very quickly. That's right. Too quickly for you to have made some effort to reach out and break his fall? What? I mean, you said you lunged for him. It means you must have been pretty close to him. You think you might have been able to save him if you'd been of a mind to? I resent that. It's just a question. I told you precisely how it happened. No, it happened much too quickly. All right, Mr. Sinclair. Now, you've worked with Miss Morrison for some time, haven't you? Yes, almost eight years. Mm -hmm. You've done a lot of traveling together? That's right. Always professionally. That's right. All right, Mr. Sinclair. Oh, Miss Morrison, just one question for you, and then we'll recess for a few minutes. We've got another witness coming in. Miss Morrison, uh, what is your address? My address? You mean here? No, no, I mean your permanent address. 1014 Beekman Place, New York City. 1014 Beekman Place. Oh, the same as Mr. Sinclair's, I believe all right, this inquest will stand adjourned for five minutes. Oh, Alfred, this is horrible. 
Why didn't we tell the truth at the very beginning and get it over with? Darling, you know perfectly well why we didn't. Because we didn't want Joseph involved, and we didn't want to break Ma Perkins' heart. <coughs> and our reasons still hold, they're still valid. Good morning, Mr. Sinclair. What? Oh, oh, Ma, good morning. I thought I'd come over and say hello. I didn't have a chance before it all started. Oh, that's very sweet, Ma, but not very wise at this moment. Oh, here, sit down. No, 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 I don't want to take your place. Oh, there's another chair. I I'll get it. Good morning, Miss Morrison. Good morning, Ma. It's good to see you. Alfred's right, though. You shouldn't have come up to us and let everyone see you. I'm sure they're all thinking the very worst of us at this moment. Men to Goshen, child. What's a friend for if not to give a cheerful word when it's needed? You're very sweet. How's Joseph? Joseph? He's here. He is? Yes. He's sitting in the back, all alone. Oh, no. Oh, Ma, how can I ever ask you? All of you to forgive me. To forgive you? Lan, this inquest, making it sound like there was murder done, all the time knowing that it's not true. Uh, what's that, Ma? Knowing what isn't true? I, I just caught the last part of what you were saying. Well, I was saying, knowing you, knowing that so many things that have been said here this morning and, and hinted at haven't been true. Mr. Sinclair and Miss Morrison, you must think of yourselves. Don't worry about any of us. We'll be all right. We are thinking of ourselves, Ma. This is precisely the way we want to do it, isn't it, Ann? Yes, sir, but precisely. All right, all right. Now we'll come to order again. Now the next witness I want to call is Christopher Myers. <gasps> Alfred. What's the matter, Ann? All right, Mr. Myers, will you take the stand, please? Who is he, darling? Right he hand. was Brad's chauffeur. He's worked for their family for years. He hates me. All right, darling, just control yourself. Please. Well, I, I best go back to my seat. No, 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 Ma, please stay. All right, order now, please. Let's have some order, if you please. Now then, Mr. Myers, you've been employed by the deceased Bradley Gorman for how long? I have been in the employ of the Gorman family for approximately 18 years, since January of 1931. In what capacity, Mr. Myers? Chauffeur and valet to Mr. Bradley Gorman. For the past eight years, during his confinement, my sole function was to be near Mr. Gorman. At his family's request, I took an apartment within half mile of the asylum where he was confined. I was his one and only visitor, weekly, during the regular visiting days. I pride myself that I was his friend and confidant. By family, you mean his mother and father? I do. Mm -hmm. uh, when was the last time you saw Mr. Gorman alive? Shortly after his escape from the insane asylum. He came to me, said that at last he had learned where he could find his wife, and he was going to her. He'd lived for the day when he might see her again. I gave him money, clothes, and at his request, provided him with a gun. A gun? Yes. He was terrified. Much as he adored his wife, he'd yearned for and dreamed of the time he might see her again, he was fully aware that she did not reciprocate his affections. He was convinced that his wife and her sweetheart might try to murder him. You're right. It's white. It's that new Oxidol white. Yes, if you want to get the whitest wash in Oxidol history, that new Oxidol white, you want new white Oxidol. The greatest Oxidol Procter & Gamble ever offered. The whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash. Just notice how white this new Oxidol is. But more important... See how white it gets your wash. Whiter than ever before. You're right. It's white. 
It's that new Oxidol White. White is right. Now, Oxidol has always been famous for getting clothes white. But now, new white Oxidol gives you the whitest Oxidol wash of your life. The cleanest wash it's possible to get from any soap in the world. Yes, even when you dry your clothes inside. And when you wash your pretty prints and colored cottons, you'll know new white Oxidol is truly safe. They come out sparkling bright. So try new white Oxidol next wash day. Get some now. Your dealer has it. Be right. Get clothes white with new white Oxidol, the whiter, whiter soap, for a whiter, whiter wash. Well, what a strange turn of events the coroner's inquest has taken. What a frightening turn of events. Banker Pendleton has hinted at murder. But now, here's the dead man's former servant saying he'd feared murder. What is Joseph going to say about it on Monday, knowing that it's all not true? Well, this is Charlie Warren inviting you to listen again Monday to Oxidol's own Ma Perkins. Same time, same station. You're right, it's white. It's that new Oxidol white. Yes, new Oxidol is white, and it washes clothes whiter than ever before. The cleanest wash you can get from any soap in the world. You're right, it's white. It's that new Oxidol white. Yes, new Oxidol.